Mic check, mic check. Where the f is my check? You now tuned in to do rags and boat shoes. Alright, let me go ahead and get this turned down. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy A Double, and you're now tuned into episode 197 of Do Rags and Boat Shoes. Uh, much love and respect to everybody out there who's been supporting the pod. Uh, we've been off for a little bit over a month, uh, just vacationing and just getting things ready for uh, my new bundle of joy that'll be here uh, and actually in a couple weeks. So, uh, yeah, just getting the house ready, um, just doing a lot of stuff, a lot of prep work. I got to build a another crib uh, another one of these three-in-one cribs you know it turns into a it's a crib then a toddler bed then like a i don't know i don't know how it's three in one but yeah so i'm building another crib uh, so i'm gonna have one you know one in uh pull-ups and then another in diapers so yeah so it's been fun but uh yeah ain't nothing serious been going on people been hitting up the the Durags and Boat Shoes um, email and the IG page asking where's the pod and here it is, damn it. But um, yeah, been slacking on the Mac in a little bit, but shit, here we go. So um, let's go ahead and get started on that good old summer damn jam screen. Uh, first things first, uh, we have to say uh, rest in peace to that brother uh, Kevin Samuels. I know uh, seen a lot of seen a, that brother catching hell after he passed, and people were like. Uh, uh, so to speak like pissing on his grave and shit like that and doing all this other kind of weirdo shit but uh salute to that brother um you know i didn't agree with uh a lot some of his messages to uh older women i didn't like that um but he kicked game to the young men who don't don't have older men or role models to give them that game um you know there's uh, all kind of clips of him going around you know telling men how to get their shit together and become high value men and things of that sorts and to really get their life together and clean up their acts you know and take care of their families and shit like that so you know i can't hate on a brother who you know whipping young brothers into shape and getting them in line so i can't hate on that at all and then uh i see omarion um you know we just had juneteenth a few days ago and omarion was on stage eating a watermelon don't know what's going on with that brother but uh i pray that he's okay in this verses uh this is that's just a bad look i think he was on stage trying to simulate uh fellatio or or uh, cunning lingus or whatever you want to call it but uh you know hopefully that brother is okay i mean he seems like he has all his wits about him but uh you know eating some watermelon on stage and passing it around to the crowd during covid uh that ain't too that ain't too smart brother i know we then took the mask off and you know a lot of people are vaccinated and boosted but still you know you keep your watermelon to yourself brother but um let's talk uh real quick and real briefly uh rest in peace to the 10 folks that uh got murdered up there in buffalo new york 
Um, I was going to do a mini pod about it, but then I was just like, nah, you know, I just kind of kept it pushing and would rather do a full episode about it. Um, so finally, last week, the DOJ, you know, finally charged that white supremacist uh, Peyton Gendry with uh, numerous uh, federal hate crime uh, charges. So, I mean, it was pretty much a, a drop in the pan. I mean, I would be surprised if they didn't do it. You know what I'm saying? I uh, it just I guess it just took time, but the evidence was there. His motive was there. And one thing I haven't seen anybody really break down the manifesto of um, of this guy and, uh, you know, him killing them 10 black people. And he was saying that, you know, the motive for his, uh, you know, attack was to basically, you know, ensure the survival of the white race and stuff. But my, but he was he killed he was killing older black folks. You know what I'm saying? It, it, you know, he wasn't killing like, you know, uh, young, viral, uh, virile or whatever you want to call it. Black men like he, he was he was killing like elderly black folks, like older black folks. You know what I'm saying? It was just like, OK, how are you ensuring the, the white race and you you killing older black folks? Like it was just a cowardly act. But what nobody talks about is in that manifesto. It was talking about it, like his definition of a soft target was someone who's not armed. You know what I'm saying? And so he knew that he was going to have he had to take out the security guard and shit like that. And my thing is that whole manifesto was copied and pasted like you could tell, like reading through the damn thing. It just was like he found it on reddit or somebody sent it to him uh on 4chan 8chan reddit stormfront whatever somebody sent that to him and he just kind of plugged in his answers like it was real copy and paste uh he's 18 years old and i know there was reports of him having communications with like an ex-federal agent or some shit like that but i still haven't seen anything being brought up like like charges against a federal agent but he had some help with that manifesto from somebody online because it was just it was all these questions asking and he was talking about that he would even kill kids kill children black children and then the uh part of the manifesto it was talking about jews but when he got to the talking about jews or jewish people it was just all these memes that you would see on like 8chan and 4chan. It was like 10 pages of just memes. It was just fucking stupid. Like Jews being black folks puppet masters and shit like that. And this was just such a demonic and evil act that, you know, it should wake black folks up, wake us up to be armed and to really protect ourselves um, just to get our, you know, concealed carry, uh, keep a knife on you, keep some pepper spray on you. I feel like I say this a million times in every other podcast or whatever, but you have a God given right to protect yourself and to protect your loved ones. And we saw that down there in Texas, um, with that shooting, that mass shooting down there, 
with that uh, white Hispanic killing all them little Hispanic kids down there. I think 19 kids and two teachers and them punk ass cops were just out there waiting and they actually breached. So we're seeing all these reports of how they breached the school. And once the shots start firing, they're in full, you know, military grade um, ballistics uh, defying equipment, bulletproof equipment. And these motherfuckers got scared and ran off. And then you saw the story of different parents and the husband of one of the teachers, you know, trying to go through and the cops are like stopping them from going in. But that one woman she was arrested there was one woman who was arrested for trying to you know breach the line and go get her children and then when they uh they subdued her and then they let her go and then she just broke through and went through and saved her kids and this just lets you know that you know the police they don't they don't really prevent crimes there's um there's a great it was a great th- thread on Twitter about a Supreme Court ruling about how cops don't actually have to protect you. And this was a and this was a concerning a case about a woman and her ex-husband and the ex-husband was crazy as cat shit. She got a protection order against him and and a protection. She got a protection order. She had custody of the kids and somehow he kidnapped the kids from her. And then he was taunting her the whole time and then he killed the kids. And so she tried to sue the police. And then I think it went all the way up to the Supreme Court and it said the police do not have to protect you. They came to some kind of ruling that the police do not have to protect you. And that is the wildest shit. So that just lets me know that and should let you know, the listener, listeners out there, because I always tell you to tell a friend and tell a friend and tell 10 more friends that you need to protect yourself and protect your family and on top of that that you know police is just here to you know collect money for the city and for the county and to protect property that's it that's it and that's just some coward shit and i seen that they let the um chief of police he's on administrative leave right now and uh i know the city here in omaha is going through some shit because a little white boy this ain't on the same level but a little white boy uh somebody stole his ipad and he tracked it down and he called the police about it and when they pulled up the little white boy who had his ipad was stolen was kicking on the door of the apartment you know trying to get in to get his ipad because you know well all over the country uh public schools been giving out ipads and stuff for uh, remote learning during the pandemic and and so the cops arrested the kid, the little 12, 13 year old. He might have been about 14, whoever, uh, however he is. But uh, how, however old he is, I think he was like 12, 13 or 14, somewhere in that range, 12 to 14. Uh, they they arrested him and then they got they got video of, of the cop like slamming him with cuffs behind his back, like slamming his face and chest into the into the squad uh suv and it's just like it's it's looking bad out here for police and with the whole thing in texas and then in omaha here with that situation uh with that little white boy getting hemmed up uh i wake up this morning to stacy abrams at like 6 42 in the morning 
she's tweeting about now Stacey Abrams is back running for governor of uh, Georgia. This woman is tweeting about how we need to pay police more so they can do their jobs better. And I'm just like, bitch, weren't you just out here with the whole fucking, you know, flipping the state blue and doing all this other shit and being at these uh, these rallies and shit about police brutality. And now here you are coming up with a plan to pay police more, take more money from Georgians and to fund refund the police and so now we see in the whole thing with the jim crow joe biden situation let's go brandon uh how they were trying to be on the side of the people and all this other shit when they were running and then once he made that first what is that that state of the union address he was talking about you know we need to fund the police and then you know both sides of the aisle are clapping so when you see that you know some shit's about to happen and now it's you see this whole thing with Stacey Abrams and you know this is why I feel like the Democratic Party is going to crumble it's going to fall on its face um they thought and I talked about this before um not too long ago how Joe Biden maybe I didn't talk about it but how there was a leaked call when Joe Biden was talking to so-called uh Negro leaders Oh, I ain't gonna say black leaders, I'm saying Negro leaders, uh, because that's what they be acting like. Some fucking just sambo goofball ass just we don't have black leaders. You don't ever hear about politicians talking to Asian leaders. Or politicians sat down and and spoke with white leaders of the community. Like it's like black folks the only group that has leaders. Like, get the fuck out of here. No, we have handlers, you know, that come out and dissipate the energy. Go home. No, don't burn down this building. No, don't you turn up on these cops. We know that they did wrong, but you got to get to the polls. You know, the, the fucking Negro whisperer to come around and calm black folks down and shit. <clears throat> but the call leaked and he was talking about how uh, black leaders need to uh, get behind Hispanics because that's going to be the future you know of the democratic party but <laughs> there's been many uh articles coming out speaking about how hispanics white hispanics are you know uh leaning right they're going to the republican party and republicans can't fucking stand you know people south of the border but you know they can't they're they're tough on immigration and all this other shit but you know these folks come on over here you know they they come in with a democratic off a democratic policy and then all of a sudden it's just oh i'm a vote republican you know because they they feel that they're white they've been accepted in the white society which they haven't they're just being used but this is what we're seeing now and uh i've broke down why uh hispanics latinos latinas latinx whatever you want to call it uh, consider themselves part of the white race I've broken out down before there was groups you know after the Great Depression when they were going to make Hispanic a race they're like no 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 we are white we are white people we are white we see how you treat the Negroes we are white we are not an other so that's why you have that shit where it says white Hispanic or uh white non-hispanic and then you have it i think under uh i think under black too you might even have that shit like african-american uh non-hispanic or some shit like that 
So uh, it's going to be very interesting uh, with these midterms and this upcoming presidential election. So you got people who are turning their back on Trump. Then you got black folks who are just pretty much going to sit this shit out because not a damn thing is happening. You know, as soon as the Buffalo shooting happened, we thought there was going to be some kind of, you know, uh, some kind of executive order to protect black folks uh, like they're doing with Asians. Uh, But nothing, nothing at all. And then the shooting down in Texas happened and then. All of a sudden, you know, it's just people are twiddling their thumbs and don't nobody even mention them black folks up in Buffalo, which is a goddamn shame. Goddamn shame. But uh, I seen the families. Uh, they were testifying up on Capitol Hill of the shooting victims up in Buffalo. Uh, I don't think much came from it, but I think that's how we got these um, these hate crime charges from the Department of Justice. So uh, I'll keep my eye on that and see how it's going. But um, let's see what else we got on that good old summer damn jam screen. Let's see here. Man, what's up with y'all niggas in these goddamn hoochie shorts, man? Like, I just I just feel some type of way with men trying to be bad bitches. Um, so there's this whole trend of men wearing really short shorts. Um, you know, I got draws longer than some of these shorts that these men be wearing and a lot of us we cannot wear the short shorts like there's nothing wrong with wearing a short to your knee or a little bit above your knee but um some of y'all are out here just with most of your thigh out and if you went half an inch higher your ball sack would be you know dripping out you know falling out and so it's just you know people are talking it's a hoochie daddy summer and all this other shit. I was going to talk about this before I talked about the Buffalo shooting. But um, I don't know. It just kind of bothers me um, just kind of seeing some of these trends. Because y'all remember not too long ago, a couple years ago, niggas was out here wearing rompers. But they were calling them rompums. You know, rompims or whatever. And it's just, I don't know. These trends are uh, very odd to me. Very odd. Niggas is getting sassier and sassier online, and it's just, uh, I don't like this trend. I just don't, um, but I'm not at the forefront of fashion at all, you know. I'm just a regular, you know, you catch me in some jeans, a t-shirt, and some fresh sneakers in the summer. You're going to catch me in like some dicky work shorts, some basketball shorts, uh, a cool little t-shirt or some shit or a polo or something and uh, or wife beater or some shit like that and some fly ass kicks, you know, or a jersey, you know, and some uh, shorts, you know, some regular ass, you know, dicky work shorts. They got some pretty cool ones, you know, a little bit of a slimmer fit. But yeah, I just I just and then, you know, fellas, I'm gonna be honest. You know, a lot of us ain't built for that. You know, a lot of us are funny shaped. You know, some of us are skinny fat. Some of us are fat fat. You know, some of us got weird shaped legs. You know what I'm saying? Some of us, you know, got baby making hips. You know, you you can't just be out here, you know, looking like, you know, a bad bitch from the back. And then from the front, you looking like Homer Simpson. You know, it's just... It's just some weirdo shit going on right now, you know. So you see the guys modeling, and it's like a six-four model, you know, chiseled, built like 
you know, fucking Superman and shit like that or built like the rock. And, you know, here you are, you know, sitting up here eating eight, whatchamacallit, king size bars. And you up here, I'm going to give me some of those shots. The hoes going to be on me this summer. You know, you got your taco meat out, got your man titties out. And, uh, you know, it's just, you know, it's, sometimes it's gross. You know, you look nasty. I remember uh, when joggers first came out and uh, I seen a big man in joggers and he had little feet. So, you know, joggers really hug your ankles, you know, and, uh, you know, they kind of look like slim hammer pants. They kind of have that fit. And this nigga look like Porky Pig walking around the mall. I was just like, you know what? Joggers ain't from big men. You know, this ain't for him. eh? this ain't for him, man. <laughs> you know, this 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 ain't it. You know, so there's, you know, fellas learn, you know, what you look like, you know, um, and one thing about us men, we have the audacity. We have the audacity. We'll be out here looking like a can of, you know, busted uh, biscuits or busted Pillsbury croissants. And we out here just thinking we killing the game, you know, just because of what we got on. And we got a fresh line up and the beard is trimmed up looking nice and decent. But, son, you out here embarrassing yourself. You know, if you got kids out here in these streets, you know, don't do that. If you ain't got no kids, stop embarrassing your mama and your daddy. Wear clothes that work for you. You know, do that. You know, we're living in a time where there's really not any kind of you know so-called fashion sense because you still got niggas out here in skinny jeans you got some niggas in relaxed fit you got some niggas out here in jinko jeans you know it's whatever but do wear what complements your body you know just don't be out here just looking nasty and you know some of y'all fellas you know you don't wash your ass properly you know what i'm saying and you got them little ass shorts on you might be free balling you know and you out here and you walk by air stank you know what i'm saying like don't do that to yourself you know what i'm saying and there's nothing wrong with taking a soapy rag to your taint and to your ass crack there's nothing wrong with washing your ass crack i just you know if you don't know how to wipe your ass you wipe till it's white that's what you do you wipe till it's white i know sometimes it might feel like there's like a, a marker back there or a crayon and it keep on streaking you keep on wiping keep on wiping you know you keep wiping and you're flushing you know wipe flush wipe flush i know the water bill might be a little bit higher but you know what we have to be you know clean out here we have to be clean out here you can't just be out here you know thinking you the shit and you smelling like shit that's not cool guys but um so i was talking about stop asian hate so i'm gonna link this uh story from bbc africa and it's a story about a viral video from 2020 um, that this Chinese uh, social media account that makes fun of black people. They film some uh, African children over in the motherland in rural Africa. I don't know what part it was, um, but they filmed like teaching these uh, black kids, these African children these pure souls teaching them Chinese and they had them uh, shouting uh, I am a black devil monster um, it, trans it roughly translates to black devil or black monster 
but in the documentary they teach you that it's pretty much pretty close to the n-word uh saying the word nigger in chinese and then it says i have a low iq so they're like shouting it and yelling and you know kids are innocent so they're smiling and shit like that because they're learning a new language and so this reporter she finds you know the bastards who did this and confronts them and it's only it's only about 49 minutes but um this is a sister from the uk and it's a great watch and then um it's just one of those things where you know there's nefarious acts going on with china trying to be the new white man going into africa and trying to you know divide the shit up you know what i'm saying they're trying to be the next uh the next uk the next us you know to be that superpower they're trying to be the next white man that goes around dominating you know non-white groups and uh it's just it was just it was heartbreaking to watch but it's something that's needed to be watched and um yeah and so also with this whole stop asian hate and all this other bullshit there is a twitter account and let me see if i can find it and pull it up yeah so there's a page called uh active asian and all they do is report on black on asian violence that's all they do they cherry pick these crimes that black folks commit against asian folks like they don't talk about uh like white men like there's a story about a white man that robbed an, uh, a chinese restaurant twice at gunpoint um there was a story about um some man that was tormenting a filipino family filipino family in north hollywood there was a um then there was something about like in new york a a asian uh delivery worker was uh killed over a condiment dispute by a white man they never report on anything uh, like a white person attacking uh, Asian on Asian crime They just cherry picking They're trying to get their uh, Susan B. Anthony on By doing this whole black boogeyman shit And they This page has over uh, 17,000 fucking followers And that's all they do And it says Asian hate crime reporters Raising awareness of anti-Asian violence And racism in America Asian cultures and issues And their Instagram account Got suspended and then I was asking them, you know, I haven't seen them uh, report about Madeline Barker. And uh, this was a woman who was charged with a hate crime because I think this woman was an actress, too. She was a uh, pepper spraying Asian women in like Chinatown, just walking around pepper spraying them. And I'm like, yo, y'all ain't said shit about this. This woman was just walking around, just just pepper spraying women down there in Florida and uh uh hitting them with all kind of slurs and shit like that and the whole gig with them is is they got to go fund me up and they think that if they keep on reporting about this uh black on asian crime that you know white folks racist white folks are jump in and start donating them money but the shit is just not working it's not working at all because you you just see it it's so fucking blatant like they don't know how to dog whistle at all all they keep on doing is like oh be careful around san francisco there's black kids with guns and they're aiming it at asian people like it's just real 
um vague shit like that and then they'll cherry pick and find an article where like a dusty ass homeless dude then slapped an asian woman or some shit like that and they just keep on reporting on black on asian like you can go through their i went through like three months worth of their tweets and i didn't see anything with a non-black uh attacker on asians like it's like get the fuck out of here like it's so obvious they think that they could get on that white woman hustle where if you have black boogeyman that you can get all this money from uh other groups but it's like no nah, y'all ain't gonna get it because y'all ain't no white women you know what i'm saying is the system ain't gonna work like that for you so get the fuck on up out of here um let's see what else is going on in that good old summer damn jam screen let's see here um, the Patriot Front members was arrested. Nah, I don't really care about that. Oh, okay, here we go, here we go. We're creeping up on 30 minutes, so let me hurry up and read this off. Did y'all see um that Border Patrol coin um that's been going around? So there was a coin for the Border Patrol. Now remember a few years ago, um well not what was it just last year when them Haitians was coming up? uh coming up to the u.s and uh there was you know them border patrols were on horseback with goddamn ropes and shit and trying to wrangle up uh black folks and shit like that so there was a coin commemorating that shit and it's literally a border patrol agent on a horse and he's hemming up a black dude that's running they got like uh that's holding like some bags or some shit like that and i'm like what the fuck and this was when it was down in del rio or whatever so these coins have been just kind of circulating and now all of a sudden the border patrol is like investigating where the coins came from like nigga y'all had them shits made like get the fuck out of here like the shit went public and all of a sudden it's like oh we gotta investigate and you know it's kind of like an inside joke to them probably you know passing that passing them coins around and shit like that probably got them up got it up on a mantle at home like that's so fucked up so fucked up yeah but um them coins they were being sold on ebay and then they was being sold for about 16 bucks a piece and uh yeah that's just it's just some fucked up shit man just some fucked up shit uh let me see what else is going on real quick uh let's see here oh oh yeah 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 real quick um i hope you guys watched season three of atlanta um there's one episode that everyone really needs to watch and it's not the reparations episode it's the white fashion episode this episode um paperboy and urn are well paperboy's trying to help this high-end fashion house with a racial pr nightmare and it shows the hustle it shows the al sharpton hustle the jesse jackson hustle the d-ray mckesson hustle the sean king hustle it really shows um how they be moving behind closed doors like really like check that episode out like if if you don't watch nothing else just watch that episode and how they break down these uh social justice warrior hustles but it's called white fashion so it's atlanta season three episode white fashion all right so i'm leaving to my nigga hove hove 
It's been a minute. What you gotta say? Don't be the next get tested on that summer jam screen. I smoke rocks. I smoke rocks. All right, thank you so much, Tyrone Bickums, for that lovely intro of selling hope like damn dope. Um, we have to look at this whole Leah Thomas situation. Now, if y'all don't know who that is, that was that trans swimmer that was dominating women's sports. So, uh, FINA, the um, swimming um, authorities, basically just said that um, the it's the International Professional Swimming Body um said that it's banned transgender athletes from competing in women's races so under the new rules transgender swimmers must have completed their transition by age 12 to be able to compete in women's competitions so if y'all remember with this whole leah thomas situation um this was somebody who uh quote unquote transitioned uh very very late uh so-called you know wanting to become a woman and now you know, they were trying to use uh, identity politics to get into uh, women's swimming. And then uh, this Leah Thomas was dominating, um, you know, these these women swimmers just blowing them out the water, setting all kind of records and shit like that. And it was just unfair. This was a whole grown ass man, you know, and still had his his testicles, her testicles his testicles and everything and they said they felt uncomfortable with him in the locker room and stuff and i believe this trans woman is uh identifies as a, a lesbian meaning that he likes women and so it's a whole it's it, you know it's one of these whole situations where you know he just wanted to be i feel like number one you know in something he sucked with the males you know it was just he was terrible at it ranked very very low and then it was one of those situations where he wanted to move the goal post a little bit closer so it was like you know what i'm trans and it's and we not we but you know uh the ncaa let this shit go on for far too long uh the swimming authorities let it go on for far too long and a lot of good uh female swimmers women swimmers lost out on being up there on that podium so shout out to fina for doing that and then uh caitlin jenner uh bruce jenner stepped in and even supported this you know just saying that you know it's not fair at all that you know uh somebody who's going through puberty who's bigger stronger faster and you know all this other shit you know can't compete with women but fina did say that they will hold like open competitions where trans people can go ahead and compete and things of that sort so evening the playing field which is cool right and speaking of women uh it seems like you know everybody wants to play dumb when it comes to transgender folks i don't know like you know define a woman what's a woman you know everybody want to play dumb and walk on eggshells and things of that sorts and you know people was running around here talking about you know women have penises and all this other shit but it's funny because roe versus wages got overturned and everybody knows what a woman is now now all of a sudden everybody knows exactly what a woman is they can define one and it's hands off my vagina hands off my my uterus you know what i'm saying and shit like that everybody knows what a woman is now 
all that you know tiptoeing on eggshells that shit's going out the window i ain't seen one article that said anything about persons with fallopian tubes or birth give child birth giving a people i ain't seen none of that kind of identity politics shits like that it's just women everybody knows what a woman is now but uh transition transitioning into this so the supreme court made some huge decisions so they overturned roe versus wade so meaning that a lot of states um based off of this ruling it was five what is it was it six three for roe versus wade or whatever and um either six three or five four i think it was six three and um because it's very very right wing leaning to overturn that so there's a few states that you know abortion will be illegal in uh being in the state of nebraska i know uh hot dog head ricketts you know he probably you know licking his chops and this is going to be one of his big things where he um tries to you know ban abortions here but uh it seems like people up on our capitol hill up at the capitol they're trying to fight for women's rights which is rightfully so and um you know give women you know so women will have the option to you know get an abortion and so my thing is though with this whole roe versus wade being reversed and shit like that you've seen a lot of people attacking clarence thomas now this nigga is a 10 toes down coon you know inside and out you know he can't stand black folks i know people like to bring up his passion talking about how he's like a separatist and a nationalist and all this other shit and uh you know was following i think some of the teachings of uh, brother malcolm and shit like that and there's this theory that you know he wants you know shit to get so bad where black folks can just you know get get the revolution started and you know i just you know i find that hard to believe because this nigga been on the supreme court for 30 plus years and okay like your, your ideal is to make it so bad that black folks have to revolt and shit like that i'm just like eh, eh, nigga okay whatever you trying to justify your cooning but my problem is him being the face of all these attacks when it comes to roe versus wade so there's been so many tweets of uh you know attacking this brother and then there's a uh, you know there was one and it's just white folks just coming at him white women coming at him calling this tweet is a uh, sickening claire's thomas is a dirty porch monkey and as a trans woman woman i'm giving everyone permission to use the n-word on him um somebody said clarence thomas really wants to own slaves and to be able to call black people niggers in front of white people and laugh coon ass mf'er um and then this one woman she just went off and she said doesn't she posted an article of msnbc um and said you know following rose demise clarence thomas eyes new targets and then uh, this woman wrote, wrote doesn't the nigger realize his rights are next and that's uh, a white woman and then um some nigga from uh, nigeria say said i hate that the clan didn't lynch this piece of shit's ancestors what a uh, useless fucking group and you know it's one of those things where you know people are bringing up old uh, quotes from clarence thomas saying according to one of his law clerks um in 1993 justice clarence thomas privately said 
uh, Thomas said that liberals, the liberals made my life miserable for 43 years. I'm going to make their lives miserable for 43 years. And people are just bringing up all this old shit. And then, but every article you're starting to see online is just a picture of him. None of the other justices that voted his way, you know what I'm saying, to overturn this shit. And it just feels like a ploy of like, okay, this is this is what really this was this this is who you know got the gears going and influenced everyone else. Even though it's such a super right leaning uh, Supreme Court that we have right now, so now they're blurring the lines between church and state. And then on then what people should be worried about is the Miranda rights thing. So cops still have to read you your Miranda rights, but they ruled that you can't sue um, the police. You can't come after the police, uh, meaning sue them uh, if they fail to give you your Miranda rights or violate your Miranda rights. I'm just like, God damn. So you can't sue for like punitive damages. You know, if there's a situation where you've been coerced into a false confession and shit like that under, you know, the guise of not giving you your Miranda rights and shit, telling you you have the right to remain silent. Anything you say can and will be used against you in the court of law, blah, blah, blah. And uh, yeah, I'm like, God damn, they just slowly turning this shit into a police state, you know? Then you got the Democrats out here talking about on some bullshit, you know. I talked talked about Stacey Abrams, you know, they out here, you know, trying to get these moderates or so-called left-leaning conservatives, you know, with all this refund the police and shit like that. It's just it's getting very, very um it's getting very, very oppressive out here in these streets. Like we got this inflation going up. You got people up on Capitol Hill not giving a fuck about the people. And then the Democrats, they're out here using this whole Roe versus Wade situation to fundraise. And I'm just like, yo, the symbolism, the shit has to go. Like black folks been calling out the symbolism since Obama left office. We're just like, okay. We're fucking done with this song and pony, uh, this whole, you know, this this horse and carriage show, and you pull back the 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 um, the tarp on the carriage, ain't shit in there, and you just like, yo, what the fuck, you know, you brought a whole bunch of nothing, but it looks good, you know. So all these empty promises from Democrats and white folks are starting to catch on now, you know, especially uh, like white women out with this Roe versus Wade situation, because. Uh, fucking uh nancy pelosi like read a a a a a poem and then you got the white house like biden and kamala harris vice president kamala harris they out here tweeting like they can't do shit about it i'm like uh nigga y'all in the white house y'all on pennsylvania ave like y'all up here tweeting like you us like you know oh this is unfortunate situation and this is going to hurt the poor and working class women the most like nigga y'all the president and vice president y'all ain't gonna do nothing you ain't gonna try to expand the courts you i mean obama didn't even try to codify you know the decision the original roe versus wade decision and um there was some lying in that the original roe versus wade situation about the woman being raped by some black men or some shit like that and so when this gets reversed you got a black man that's the face of this again and i'm just I don't know, man. I just, like, I know Clarence Thomas, like I said before, he's 10 toes down, 
coon train conductor, OG coon, OG cow, you know, collaborator of white supremacy. And, um, but man, I just feel some type of way with him being the face of all of this shit. You know, with just him, just people attacking him and coming at him like he's a poison on the Supreme Court or the high courts and uh, the highest court in the land. And uh, I just feel like it's going to be like a black boogeyman trope of these white feminist groups. So, I mean, this is just like the definition of selling hope like dope. Like they just making this nigga the mascot. But let me move on. This portion of Do Rags and Boat Shoes has been brought to you by the letter L, as in, hey, yo, my guy, my hands are full. Give me a hand here. Can you hold this L? All right. So holding this L, we have to give it to Jake Gardner's family. Uh, more specifically, David and Glenda Sue Gardner. They filed a lawsuit uh, last year on July 26th. And they were claiming that uh, the special prosecutor, Frederick Franklin, and Douglas County attorney, Don Klein, had conspired with uh, retired Omaha detectives uh, that were on Franklin's team, the special prosecutor, to make false and then uh, misleading statements to the media, denying Gardner a fair trial and due process of law. Now, if y'all know who Jake Gardner is, um, that was the bigot that uh killed uh, james scurlock um back in 2020 um during the uh, the uprisings and stuff for um george floyd and uh he was notoriously racist here everybody knew that in the city his bars you know discriminated against black men uh in particular and uh you know him and his daddy was out there uh trying to be a uh, billy badass and timmy too tough uh hurling racial slurs at uh white folks calling them nigger lovers and shit like that and uh you know just being just going all out and uh you know uh jake jumped bad at a at a girl and uh and shit like that and then james uh stepped in to save that young lady's life because he pulled the pistol out and jumped on his back and then uh uh, uh gardner jake gardner was shooting all crazy and hit um Skurlock in the neck and shit like that then he uh then initially Don Klein wasn't going to press no charges but niggas camped out in front of his house every day they brought that shit to his steps and uh then they did the special prosecutor uh special prosecution uh, grand jury situation um with uh Frederick Franklin and it was revealed you know all, all these racist text messages he had and he was he was setting out to harm somebody that night even though the police and officials here were telling business owners hey you got insurance chill out don't be down there trying to defend your businesses and shit like that you know we got it you know you might have a broken window or something but hey you know insurance will cover that that's why you have insurance but you know jake gardner like i said him and his daddy and some other fellas was down there trying to be timmy too tough and billy badass and you know shit broke bad for them and um so you know after initially they weren't going to charge him with nothing he fled he was hiding out out west i think in washington state somewhere and then once uh, everything got revealed they started going through his text messages and uh, facebook messages and shit like that and it was like oh he was trying to kill some motherfuckers and so anyways uh then they were going to bring these charges out on him and then he went out and uh killed himself up there that's what they say 
So, uh, like I said, I don't believe it. I need to see a body, but, you know, who am I? But anyway, the judge found that uh, in this uh, this case where they were trying to sue Klein and the other brother, excuse me, uh, Frederick Franklin, uh, and they was trying to sue them, uh, you know, talking about he didn't get a fair trial and all this other shit. But it just said, the judge said most of their claims are defective in one in more than one way. There's absolutely no legal basis to conclude that Franklin or anyone else is liable under federal or state law for uh, Franklin's alleged uh, braggadocio at his press conference. So um, they, uh, you know, they were trying to bring up saying that uh, the defendants, uh, the two attorneys violated Gardner's sixth and 14th amendments by implying his guilt and that he was racist, inflaming the community. But it was already out there and I already broke that down a couple years ago on the pod. And so, you know, it's one of those things where they lost, you know, they, they, they lost something else. So, um, and I'm gonna tell you this right now, God don't like ugly, don't like it at all. And, um, you know, these folks, like I said, they were out here calling white folks, all kind of nigga lovers and just hurling racial epithets at people out there and brandishing their weapons and shit like that. So, um, yeah, like I said, God does not like ugly at all. And uh, these two dimwits, they really just have to hold this L. Get your mans. You win. Perfect. All right, so moving on to Not All Heroes Wear Capes, we have to give it to uh, our sister, Jennifer Hudson. Uh, she completed the EGOT. She's the 17th person to get that, and she got it off the Tony. Um, she got the, the T off the EGOT. You know, that's an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, and a Tony. And she got that for producing uh, a strange loop. So salute to her, 17th person to get that. Much love and respect to her. And then also we have to give it to uh, our brother P. Diddy. I know he's been uh, jerked over uh, a lot of artists and shits of that sort. But um, he got his uh, Lifetime Achievement Award on the BET Awards tonight, uh, which is cool. That's dope to see. Uh, he, it was presented by Babyface and then Kanye came out and got to, you know, speaking some some great words uh he was up there dressed like he was an extra in the book of eli but um still salute to kanye west but more importantly salute to diddy and you know diddy gave this whole speech you know about black excellence and uh black respectability politics and stop killing each other blah 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 yakety schmackety but more importantly he is going to he pledged to donate a million dollars to Howard University and then a million dollars to uh Deion Sanders down there at Jackson State uh University so to get that popping uh so hopefully he follows through with that uh it might be for tax reasons who knows but uh still it is what it is salute to both of them so Jennifer Hudson and Diddy y'all doing y'all things keep thriving and uh keep being an inspiration to folks out there um let's move on to health over wealth you know what i say without your health you cannot enjoy your wealth so this quote comes from uh jim Rohn, 
Um, if you don't know who Jim Rohn is, just motivational speaker, businessman, uh, just been out here just doing his thing left and right. Uh, back in the day, like the, you know, back in the, the, uh, the, the you know, in the 80s, he was killing the shit. And then in the 90s, too, you know, just talking that talk and walking that walk. You can look up his videos up on YouTube. Uh, great entrepreneur. And um, he has a great YouTube video. Uh, about time management uh, is really good about breaking down time and how to manage your time and I use some of those skills to this day but uh, in one of his uh, his um, speeches or lectures he was given he said if you work hard at your job you'll make a living but if you work hard on yourself you'll make a fortune and he was basically just breaking down how to Work on yourself, improve your skills so you'll be more profitable and, uh, you know, be better at life, not just financially, but spiritually, um, you know, being there for your family and just being an overall great person. Um, and it's actually the key to life is to keep growing, keep gaining knowledge and then keep spreading that knowledge and then just helping others grow. You know, if you work hard at your job, you'll make a living. But if you work hard on yourself, you'll make a fortune. So just keep that in mind while you're out here being a gold digger, not a gold digger. But um, yeah, just keep doing your thing. Keep thriving. Keep striving. Um, sorry. I'm sorry for the weight. I apologize for that. But I'm just 10 toes down focused on getting this um getting this uh, certificate done and the certification done and then uh you know i'm just building crib building another built another crib um you know for baby girl she gonna be here and shit she'll be here in less than a week uh so yeah we're getting close so i got like i said at the beginning i got my have a, a baby in diapers and i got my big baby in pull-ups you know so we're trying to get this uh potty training down you know um nina's barely two but uh yeah we're getting trying to get this down like she's uh she got the peeing part down it's just the number two it's just always she just runs up you know after she's done did her business she's like daddy i'm poopy daddy i'm poopy and i'm just like you gotta tell me beforehand baby not after you do it but <laughs> you know we gonna get there we gonna get there i mean because them turds is starting to smell like a grown man at a truck stop so uh but anyways this has been episode 197 of do rags and boat shoes and i missed y'all so much and i know y'all missed me too um but i have nothing but love and respect for y'all and you know i am going to see y'all in a few days so i'll be dropping some mini pods already got them locked loaded in the chamber so uh yeah so later on this week you'll have a mini pod coming up but uh remember to tell a friend and tell a friend and tell 10 more friends to go ahead and hit subscribe you know on apple Podcasts or wherever you listening to it at on soundcloud um anywhere podcast can be found you can find do rags and boat shoes and or you can just google it just type in type in do rags and boat shoes tell your people to do that and uh yeah i will see y'all a little bit later this week and as always i love y'all peace